I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junktime Apple Podcast. Christmas Eve. Ho, 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 2017, we're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man. He was furious. The demons have cancelled their training camp. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Mate, the stuff that I had planned for them, like, I'd heard about their pre-season camp last year. Last year, right? it was carnage. A few things went wrong, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, Guy got smacked in the head with a brick. He got concussed, didn't he? He did. So, uh, Christian Salem uh, didn't pack, so it's his own fault. He didn't pack his backpack properly. It's on him. Yeah. It's on him. Because you know when you're, you're going through Europe, uh-huh. and you go, where do I put my bricks? <laughs> and it's always, the bricks are down the bottom. You never put them up the top. Uh-huh. And so he had it at the top, he bent over, brick in the back of the head. Rookie mistake. Yeah, it was a rookie mistake. But you know, you know what didn't happen to Christian Salem during this season? Didn't get hit with a brick. Mm-hmm. And I think that as much as he was disappointed to be concussed by a brick in the back of the head during preseason training, it put him in good stead to not get hit by a brick again during the season. Gotcha. You, no you get hit in the, brick, in the head by a brick once, you're not making that mistake twice. Exactly. Eh? And that's what it taught him. And I think uh, that the Melbourne players have overlooked that and they've gone, well, we don't want to do that again. And you go, yeah, but. But have a look during the season, mate. So now, get me get uh, get my facts correct. Yep. You you were organising, running the camp. Yes, yes. So they had this camp last year, and then they went to the club and said, "We don't want to do a preseason thing again." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, it's a bit far down the track." I'd organise a lot of shit. They said they didn't feel it was safe enough. So all right. So here's what I had organised, yeah. and, and once they saw it, they knocked it back. Yeah, we'll paint the picture. Okay, okay. Where first off, where where was it going to be held? Where did you plan the location? Well, it was going to be overseas. Uh-huh. But so what happens is I was going to uh, kidnap the players uh-huh. and their families. Yep. So oh, this okay. is an added Extra element. Touch. Yeah, exactly. So because you know people say oh, we miss our families, we love our families. A lot of processes do, do come back to kidnapping. I find. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think it, it brings out the best in people, and it makes people committed. Uh-huh. You know, when you know you're on your that fucking, yeah, your wife or your your girlfriend's on the line, mm-hmm. you're fucking going to run a bit harder, aren't you? True, a bit you're of passion. Be, yeah, PBs. Mm-hmm. I, we're getting nothing but personal <laughs> It's <breath>. fine. Better <laughs> than to have been. Exactly. So, uh, kidnap the players. They don't know when. They don't know where, obviously. Mm-hmm. You could be on the street. You could be doing your Christmas shopping. Bang. Where's dad? Yeah, you're in Jimmy's all of a sudden out. Go yeah, on. you're gone. So, then uh, we would uh, fly them to Perth. Uh-huh. Lovely Perth. I think, oh, we're going to be doing a training camp in Perth. This Beautiful. It's going to be... But, no. You get on... You drive down to Fremantle. The, it's where the, uh, you know, the, the port is there. And we get on a tall ship. A tall ship? A tall ship. A tall ship. An old tall ship. And they have to row across the Indian Ocean to the Middle East, which is Certainly very it. thorough. Very yeah, thorough. Yeah, yeah. So it's up to them. How quick do you want to get there? So you're at the front with a drum, kind of? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Row, row. Yeah. Yep. And because there's 45 players on a list, mm-hmm. it's going to be slightly lopsided. So it's going to be turning one side or the other because it's going to be 23 on one side. 22 on the other. Okay, and, and where are the partners and children at, that, at this time? Oh, they're, they're below deck. Yeah, they're, they're struggling. Shackled? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I forgot about them. Yeah, okay. So they're below decks. Anyway, uh, we roll across to the Middle East, mm-hmm. and then we had a bit of a boot camp in uh, Aleppo. Usually comes back to Aleppo for you, doesn't it? <laughs> it always does. You know I love my Syrian, uh, my Syrian stuff. Conflict. Now, 
you know what I always find gets you gets people get gets the best out of people is a, a head on a spike. Oh fuck! <laughs> and again. That's how I get the best out of my Difficult people. Difficult to see why the players didn't want to go on this trip. <laughs> I don't know why they wanted to cancel it. So anyway, that, there was a little bit of running and, uh, and, and dodging of uh, bombs and shit like that. So uh-huh. Just to keep you on your toes, get around. So th- we do a bit of a training camp at uh, Aleppo. And then the next leg, we were going to go to uh, Base Camp 2 at Everest. Oh, okay. That's so nice. So completely change Because, you know, people do altitude training. But I, I say... No one's ever done a base camp. Yeah. Well, yeah, I say, that's the extra step that you bring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Utah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, we're going to Arizona. Fuck that. Base camp. Yeah. That's where it's at. You know how hard it is to kick a footy in the middle of a fucking uh, avalanche? <laughs> and that teaches you skills. You're, you're dodging, you're weaving, you learn how to shepherd, you learn how to protect your teammates when yep. there's a huge, uh, you know, ice sheet coming down at you. I get what you mean. From above. And so the demons decided they didn't want to do their camp. So we saw like 14 of them were narky about the camp last year. And so uh, Goody had it all planned. They said they'd improve safety measures. They made sure they're going to have um, drawstrings on the bags <laughs> now. So no bricks to get out. And then 14 players. They went to, didn't they go to the AFLPA? Yes. So yeah. they went around the club. So did they go to the club first, maybe? No, I think they went to the AFLPA to uh, sus- basically suss out their options to see if they could get out of it and whether or not they'd get in trouble. So it was kind of like, you know, going to mum before you went to dad. A little bit like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You're like, oh, I, I, I don't want to go. We don't want to go. Yeah. And so then the AFLPA went, you don't have to go? Would that yes. be the right thing? Yeah, I think so. I think they probably went to the club or went, you know, you guys can go to the club and we'll back you. Yeah, we'll back whatever you. Whatever you want to do. Okay. And so they would have gone to... With AFL, AFLPA laughing, though, going, <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you guys were fucking stupid enough, you know you know this is going to get out. So they would have loved it. They would have been, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then they're telling all their mates. Go tell Goody, you love it. Yeah. Film Film it, film it. We just want to make proof, have proof, have proof of this conversation. Have no, no. What? I'm not smiling. Yeah, it's not a great look, is it, for the D's? They got well, so close to finals this year. They're yes. on the, they're on the up, up and up. They are on the up and up. So they, so they went to Simon Goodwin and went, "Hey, buddy, we're, mm. we're not doing this training camp. It was too, mm. it was too brutal." But yeah. couldn't he have said, "All right, we'll, we'll take it back a notch," or does that just mean we'll take out, you know, the head on the stick? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ship. We'll get a we'll get a catamaran. Okay? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll ramp it back a little bit yeah. just for you boys. So does that mean they don't do any tough preseason at all now? Surely they'd have a substitute. Surely they'd do like a Melbourne-based version of that. But everything they do now is going to be not as difficult as what they had planned. No, I mean I'm sure that was the linchpin of the preseason training regime yeah. at camp. Yeah. Get that stuff into you. Yeah. I think, uh, let me think, Hawthorne's gone off to New Zealand. They did one. Yes. Uh, other teams have probably, sure, gone off to do other camps. Brisbane went locations. to Tassie, I think. Carlton yep, were up in, yep. Carlton up in Maroochydore. Yep. Lovely. Yeah, beautiful. Lovely. Yeah. But not the Ds. Well, Danny Frawley came out and said that uh, Melbourne were laughing stock. I've got it right here. Let me have a look. Here we but go. But you go... All right, Mr. Frawley, you know your football. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you're a great fullback. You're champion coach. You coach Richmond to a preliminary final. Everyone mm. remembers that. Mm. But has he not noticed the Melbourne Football Club over the last <laughs> two decades? They've been a laughing stock for quite some time, yeah. you fucking moron. He said it was time the players have been allowed to rule the roost at the club. You mm. know when Danny Frawley heard this news? See what he said? No. Turn it up. It's quite amazing. Quite amazing. Quite and he amazing. had a crowd with him as well. <laughs> he said, if I'm Simon Goodwin driving to work today, yeah. I've got a real shitty feeling in my gut that I just can't work out because we're in it together. So he's driving to work that day. Simon Goodwin's driving away. He's got a really shitty feeling yeah. that he can't work out. I think he knows what the shitty well, feeling is Well, I reckon he's worked it out. Yeah. If I can go around behind my back. Because there's 14 of my boys have gone behind my back. A couple of guys really did get strong on it. 
a couple of guys really did get strong on it. Grabbed a couple of young guys and then rang the AFLPA and said, we think it's unprofessional. We're athletes. We want to get through Christmas unscathed. So, oh, so they, 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 want to, they want to have a happy Christmas. <laughs> they want to have a little ham, so maybe a little turkey, a little chicken. <laughs> Last year, Christian Salem was so concussed. His Christmas was ruined. He can't remember shit. He got all these books. He couldn't read them. Yeah. He didn't know the, blur, the lines were blurred. Yeah, he's come back with like a, a bottle of wine and they said... Christian, we said get the ham. And he's like, what? I'm he like, showed what? up on Christmas Day with a whole bunch of Easter eggs. He's, uh, loopy, loopy. <laughs> Poor Christian sailor. Yes, I suppose was furious about that. But have they really gone behind his back? Because then they went to the club anyway. Uh, well, they went. If they did go to the AFLPA first, that's yeah, behind okay. his no, back. Surely he'd sound it out. You'd run, wander in. Yeah. The leadership group of wanderings be how you goody, mate. I mean, actually, that's another thing. How many people were involved? Like, these 14 people. Mm. Like, the leadership group has maybe seven, eight people in it. Yeah, so they've roped in other people. Oh, but have, have the whole leadership group done that? Or is it, like, three from the leadership group and then a whole oh. bunch of different people? And then got on to the other people. And then about what about the other players who didn't put their hand up, didn't go to the AFLPA? Yeah. The, the non-14, apart from the dirty 14 right here. So the, the other 31. We, oh, you know what? We need their, their names. And their names. They'd be named and shamed, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. That would be great. So when you're on the field, you're like, oh, a little bit scared of some water. Yeah. You know? I didn't want a brick in their head, you fucking loser. Yeah, because they did that thing. Was it last year? I think they did it the year before. It's like involved sleep deprivation. And they're, punishing, big on, they're big on sleep deprivation. Punishing beach runs, yeah. So it wasn't the case of like they'd just break open the door at three in the morning and yeah. start yelling at you. And yeah. ask questions. Asked, asked, they asked questions about tactics, didn't they? Yeah, they asked I questions about the thing, game yeah. plan. Yeah. Yeah. How, how many percent are you going to miss the finals by? <laughs> uh, 0.5. Yeah, so I go back to sleep. Well done. And punishing beach runs. I mean, they're going to have punishing runs anyway, so it doesn't matter what location they're doing. Well, well, that's, that's what I don't get. They're going to be punished at some point. You know, mm. you're an AFL footballer. But mm. again, do it on Boxing Day. Do it on the 27th. Don't do it pre-Christmas. Yeah, but we do hope the uh, Demons players do have a lovely Christmas day. How many, how many copies of Luke Hodges' book do you think will be handed around the Chamberlain family this year? I think Dipper's book got about, I think about three or four years ago there was a Dipper book. I think, right. I, think I gave it to my dad, my dad gave it to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a hollow book, the, the Luke Hodge book, because it, you know it's full of lies. It doesn't have the final chapter, does it, where he holds yeah. up the cup for the Brisbane Lions. Yeah, and you just go, you said you were going to retire. Mm. That's the Luke Hodge that we know and love. Yeah, I actually haven't looked through it, actually. I've got to get it and look through it and, um, and see what happens at the end. Do they add on a little additional chapter or did they just leave it be? Because I remember we were talking... Well, it came about, out before he went to the Lions, didn't he? Um, pretty... Yeah, yeah, officially, I think, yeah. I mean, it's Stevie J's book, they kind of were still jigging that. My knowledge was they were still jigging that by the fact that he um, could have won a premiership in the final Oh, chapter is that right? They, such, they, so they a little bit open. Yeah, so they had to kind of, you know, wrap well, that up. Well, also, if they win the final, there's going to be a couple of uh, funny antics on the froth. <laughs> so you've got to have those in there. So yeah. when you get the book, there's probably a couple of blank pages. They had the, the, the picture page. They had to just leave room for the, um, the mug shot <laughs> <laughs> and then being let out of, <laughs> let yeah, out of yeah. the, the, the station by the manager. <laughs> and then the two broken ankles he got from trying to get back into the pub after he was escorted out. Yes, yeah, so I haven't read through Hodge's book. I haven't read through it. Yes, but I'm sure I'll get it tomorrow, so don't worry about it. You do that. think you'll get it? Odds are. Odds are pretty good, I reckon. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, so there's a missing chapter. Although he's apparently fitting in, uh, fitting in very well in Brisbane. They're talking about the training down there. He's telling people what to do in the back line. Oh, mate, you know what? He's, a, he's, a, he's an on-field coach. Mm. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they should mention that. Because mm. I, I think I'm the only person who've picked it up. They should tell you what they should do, speaking of innovation. They yeah. should um, get him to wear a microphone, maybe during a game. Just to see what he has to say, you know, going back and forth and going back and forth between the other players, asking people what the the team rule is. 
Oh, while he's on the field. Yeah, he was doing a lot of that during that coverage, asking a lot of questions. You know what, though? You, you, you think... Like, if I'm out there with Hodge and I'm a Brisbane player, I don't, I don't want to hear that. I want to know about Luke Hodge. Like, I'd be asking him, what's Colac like? Like, if I... <laughs> you, you know, you're in Brisbane, you're a young player, you've probably never been to Colac. Yeah. So you're down back and say, you know... Uh, uh, for argument's sake, the Sydney Swans are on the march. Uh-huh. Buddy Franklin's just about to take the lead. You're yeah. like, Hodgie, what's the mayor of Colo? <laughs> like, is he a busy man? And so you just you get to know, pick the brains, because it's not all about football. That's what you know. They all say, just don't be about football. Got to be about life as well. Exactly. Yeah. You've got how many? Got to be well rounded. Uh, three, three, three boys. Tell us about tell us about Cooper. Tell us about Coop, mate. Yeah. Tell us about Coop. What's he like? Is he is he great? He looks like a little firecracker. What would Coop be now? Coop would be uh, nine now. Is that right? Mm. You know way too much yeah, about Yeah, because I remember it was kids. born in 2008. Because I remember, I, I've said this on the pod before, but we were playing Geelong that week. It was yeah. like the first time we played Geelong in 2008. We went down by about two goals or so. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, and you would never lose to them again. I know. <laughs> uh, but uh, little Loz was uh, pregnant. Oh, and, okay. um, and she was very near uh, giving birth. So I remember a friend and I called the club. Uh, on the afternoon of the Friday to find out if she'd gone into labour. <laughs> you rang the club? Yeah. Did you? <laughs> yeah, to see what she was going to play. And what they say? They, I think they kind of like, oh, look, you're about the 23rd person to call. <laughs> no, <laughs> but really? no, no, no. They, uh, oh. they said, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Play a straight bat. Because there was speculation as to whether Hodgie would play. Yeah. And then he, sh- he played a shocker and he shanked one in the end across field and oh, gave okay. up a goal and we And lost. you put that down to the birth, you think? Oh, on the mind, yeah, yeah definitely distracted. on the mind. Yeah, and yeah. I think little Cooper's born a few days later. You Footballers don't think you know, fucking know all and this information. Kids should know that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. you know stuff. What's Juddie's uh, son called? Uh, Oscar. There we go. See, yeah. we know too much about footballers and their kids. Yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, it's a. Well, let's let's talk positives. You know, it, it's Christmas. It's fun times. Yeah. People are back on their feet. People are driving around, aren't they? They're going to Christmas parties. Yes. They... Especially in Perth. Perth's a big town. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only one way to get around. Doing the right thing. You're having a few drinks. A few froths. A few froths. Yep. And then you go, I want to head home. Yeah. Public transport's finished. Yeah. Can't catch the train. Okay, so it's like two in the morning. I get it. Yep. Can't yep. catch the bus. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? How you want to go? You've home? just left the brand new stadium. Yep. You walk past it, you go, fuck, they need a footbridge out here. You're trying when to get swim one? across the, yeah. the swan just yeah. to get on the other side. <laughs> yep. You walk around, you go, oh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll take out my little app, uh-huh. take out my little app, and I'll get onto Uber. That's Uber. That's what I'll do. Oh, get yeah. onto Uber. So you call an Uber. Call an Uber. You go, this is going to be fantastic. Oh, 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 surge price. Bullshit. That's yeah. bullshit. Oh, Daniel's coming to get me. Daniel's coming to get me. This is great. Daniel's coming to get me. This is great. And then nearby, you kind of hear the car coming by, and you hear this, chicky. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Chick's an Uber driver. That's fantastic. I think it's great. That's fantastic. Nothing like, you know, when you get in the Uber. I would go, tip him. I would tip him. Would you? Yeah, because he needs an extra tip, if you know what I mean. Oh, I hear what you say. Finger joke. Yeah, no, I, like I would it. tip him if I got a, if I got cheeky, I'd hand over the cash and say use that wisely. Uh, but I would tip him. Would you go for an extra long drive just so you can hear about the two thousand? Go for a few laps around the corner. Yeah, yeah. talk about the uh, smother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what's great though is you know. Although you, I think you'd have better stories than two thousand five thousand. You know when you get in an Uber and they give you the bottle of water and the mints and the roids. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you want what else do you need? And you're like, I just uh, I want to go to uh, Cottesloe, and he goes, I oh, would just we just got to go past this. Uh, <laughs> what, what? Why are we? I just got to stop at a bike gotta compound. Gotta stop by a mate's place. Yeah, why are we? Chicky, why do we? Last got to pick up a watch. It's been prepared. Been fixed, really? Watch comes. <laughs> yeah, what are we? Why, how can? How come, how nah, can we... good on him. I think a few, few, a few celeb types have taken to Uber driving in the past. I've got a feeling John Blackman might have been doing a bit of Uber driving for a while. Is that right? Oh, Blackers, yeah. That would be great. Get the in voices, the car with mate. Blackers, yeah. yeah. If uh, for anyone, shit, man. If you, 
20 or if you're under 20, you have no idea what the fuck a John Blackman is. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So Murray Trigoning, right? You know, the guy who did the sound effects. Jeez, you're getting deep here. He's so this a, is from Hey Hey, it's Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So he, he runs Australia. like a kind of auto-cue um, television equipment company. And uh, I knew a lady who worked for him at the time. And uh-huh. I said, oh, Murray Trigoning, oh, my God, that's the guy who does the, the, did the sound effects on Hey Hey. And she's like, oh, yeah, he talks about that. Something she had no idea. No idea what the magic she was dealing with. Really? So these people are unaware of what an Aussie ostrich is? Pretty much, yeah. It's a sad, it's a, a sad blight in Australian society. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Chicky's doing uh, Uber. I'm, I'm sure he won't be the first and he won't be the last. No, so, no, but I reckon it'd be, uh, it'd be great to have Daniel Chick as your driver. I reckon you'd get some cracking stories out of him. He'd have some entertaining tales. Do you talk to Uber drivers or do you keep it on the hush? I, it's not my choice to have a chat, mm-hmm. but I find a lot of them are pretty keen. Yeah. Pretty keen. So I just, uh, you know what I do? I just uh, hook up the old Bluetooth to the, the stereo Put junk time on. <laughs> go have a listen to this, buddy, and then they uh, they get me quickly come around. Yeah, they get me to. Well, venue. I think you wouldn't want to do that uh, on this episode if you got into Daniel Chicks. So you don't want to put on junk time, and then <laughs> <laughs> we love Chicky. Yeah, tell you who loves uh, having a bit of a crack. Who this uh, unidentified Geelong member? He's a brave man. Very fucking brave man. Uh, some would say uh, completely stupid. Yeah, he showed up to the AGM last year. This year, sorry. Yeah. Because he has form. He did it last AGM? year as well. What did I say? Yeah, what's an AGM? Annual general meeting. Oh, annual. I thought it was uh, extraordinary. AGM. No, no, no. Annual. It's just like the kind of, you know... This is what they do. This is our finances. This is what happened. So he got up and asked Chris Scott uh, if he had a B plan. Yeah. What's your plan B? He doesn't... He reckons that uh, once Geelong are in the shit, they don't change anything. Never a plan B. Yeah. And do you reckon Chris Scott took it well? Absolutely. Mm. He would have gone, fuck, I had never considered that. <laughs> and this guy is now uh, on the coaching board. So he showed up to the uh, Monday night, last Monday, I think. Went, oh, no, I think it was a few weeks ago now. Yep. No, no, actually, I tell a lie. It was, uh, it was the 19th. So, yeah, last Monday. Showed up. So this guy asked the same question last year, yeah. but uh, Brad Scott, uh, Chris Scott wasn't there. A member asked a similar question at last year's AGM to then director of coaching Simon Lloyd. Yeah. He said, this is from the fan. Uh, I asked the question last year. Chris wasn't Was able this a to question without here. notice? Yeah, pretty much. And I think that's more what offended Chris Scott than anything. But see, it's, a, it's a question with notice. You've had a year. You know it's coming. He what? did it at the last AGM, mate. It's annual. He doesn't know this guy. He wasn't there last year, so he doesn't know this guy. Oh, you don't reckon Lloyd, he brought it up? <laughs> Worded him up. Yeah. I see that bloke over there. I've got a feeling what he might be talking about. So maybe that... This guy would have been seething. So he would have been watching Geelong during mm-hmm. the season. They mm-hmm. go three goals down. He's like, where's plan B? Did, yep. did fucking Lloydy not tell... Pass on the message. Yeah. This is a disaster. I'll go back this year. By the way, it doesn't... It, I didn't mention this bit. Uh, it was Catman, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked this from the fan. I asked the question last year. Chris wasn't able to be here. A lot, of t- a lot of people at times get a bit frustrated that we don't seem to make a move for quite a while or have a plan B. I'd just like to hear you elaborate on that. Uh, and then Chris got... And this is clearly what... took umbrage at the question, replied forcefully but calmly. Oh, I love a bit of forceful but calm. He said, we make a lot of changes every week. We would almost never play the same team twice and move players back uh, forward and back. Mm. Now, if you'd like to talk to me out the front of the (laughs) venue. (laughs) I've got a club lock (laughs) that can answer that question (laughs) to the back of your fucking skull cunt. Uh, And then at one stage, the guy tried to interrupt and Scott said, excuse me, I didn't interrupt you. Can you please sit down? Is that right? And then Scott got a round of applause, and that guy probably looked pretty sad. 
like you know. Yeah, oh, you'd be devastated. People turned against him. Yeah, you know what? You know what the coach? You know what the coach? You know, you're just trying to help the club. So he went back home and he tearfully as he took off his face paint. <laughs> well, you don't want streaky face paint <laughs> as you're crying through it. Pretty brave though, isn't it? What's well, very ballsy, and this this is probably why coaches uh, don't go to these AGMs very often. Mm. This is why he didn't go last year, mm. and this is why he will never go again because he's going. I'm not dealing with those fucking idiots. They'd keep an eye out for him now, wouldn't they? Yeah. Remember when uh, Patrick Dangerfield started forward against Sydney in the final? Mm-hmm. That that's a bit of a. I mean, I suppose that's a plan A. Yeah. Plan B was. Well, he didn't have one. Put him in the middle. Yeah. That's Re- revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he doesn't have a plan C. That might be the problem. I think. Yeah. How many plan B's, C's, D's do you think they have? I mean, obviously, you know, if someone's going crazy, then you send a tagger to them or you might switch players around. That's your, that's your plan B. I think you'd have a plan for that, wouldn't you? Yeah. I think everyone has a plan B. Yeah, or if someone, you know, like a Buddy Franklin gets off the leash, what you do. Yeah. Yeah, what do you do? What do you, can you have a plan B with Buddy? You just go, oh, fuck. Just fuck it. That's a good point, yeah. Hey, um, I uh, heard about uh, the thing from Jeff Kennett during the week. Oh, good. You know, you know what I've missed over the last few years? It's just I got an email from him, actually, directly, okay. p- directly telling me that message. Like, g'day, Michael. Yeah, it was dear Michael. Nice of him to take the time to that, that's write really... to me specifically. Well, see, I mean, obviously he has missed being president. Yeah, he's like, sure. I've got, to, I've got to retouch with all our members. So his big thing now, he wants uh, Hawthorne to have 20 premierships by 2050. Now, how many do you currently have? 13. So he wants seven in the next 37 years. 32 years. years. Yeah, 32. Yeah. 33? Yeah, 33. Yeah. I mean, we're going to do it. Don't I worry about that. I hate you so much. <laughs> no, I mean, it's you know, one of those things, a bit ambitious and the like. But they talk about, I mean, the thing what, about Jeff, and I'm sure that's not him just going out on a limb by himself going, no. okay, I'm going to write this. They would have talked about that. And whether that's in a realistic thing or not, you know, it's just a thing to aim for, really. But at the same time... Um, that's the thing about Jeff. Like, he will... It, it's good to have him back, but it also comes with the caveat that he's going to say something really fucking stupid yeah. every three weeks. But th- th- that's okay, though. He's back in your club. Like, you're okay with that, aren't you? No, when, the, when it's him in your corner, you're happy about that, yeah. Yes. If it was him in another club, you'd be like, oh, God, shut up, you idiot. Fucking get it. Shut up. Yeah. But, yeah, because he's kind of fighting for Hawthorne, and he's not going to be backing down to anyone, you know? And Eddie can't walk all over, walk, walk all over him. Yeah. No, no, because Hawthorne have been downtrodden for years. <laughs> it's about time someone stood up for him. So the strategy is called dare to be different. You guys are going to be different. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. You're going to win a flag every, what is it, 4.7 years. That's yeah. how different you're going to be. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and you, so within the next five years, this is how much, so forget the next fucking 32. You're going to win two flags by 2022. Are we? Is what he's saying. Okay. And have 100,000 members. Oh, yeah, sure. Within the next five years. I reckon Richmond will crack 100,000 this year. Yeah, they'll come out of the woodwork, won't they? They're up to 70 already. That's quite incredible, isn't it? 70 before Christmas. Before Christmas. And just think of how many will be on Christmas Day. Although they've already paid for. They're already accounted for. Mm. So, yeah, they'll they'll be pushing 100 for sure this year. Imagine if they go well again. Like, they'll be well over 100. You would think so, wouldn't you? But does that mean... uh, there are football fans who are undecided or there are just football Richmond fans who have not bought a membership. Is that, is that where it's at? I suppose it's one of those things you get round to. I mean, you don't really need it, do you, until round one? Oh, so you're saying people haven't bought it as yet? Yeah, yeah. I feel like people are, oh, I think I think I do. Like, my one gets automatically re-upped each year. Yes. What do you do? Same thing? Yeah, I'm the same, but that's because I've got a reserved seat. Yeah, like, okay. I'm, I've yeah, got gotcha. all home games. Yeah, sure. 
Sure. So I suppose it's with the people who have to go out of their way and get a new one. You know. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. You can do that whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it mid-season if you want. Because when, when does it stop? You can stop buying memberships in July? I think it's about June, July, yeah, when they do their kind of final tally. Yeah. yeah they do the ladder. You know what they should do is at the game uh, is out a non-member. Just focus. Oh, like a scab. Yeah. Just focus <laughs> on one person. So say the club's, you know, uh, say it's Melbourne, okay? Uh-huh. They're starting to come back. They're doing really well, and they'd be like, focus on one guy and go, what are you fucking waiting for? Yeah. What's your fucking problem? So Get him out in the middle of the ground and just go, why? What's your, what do you want? What do you want to make finals? Is that what you want? You don't want to stick it out when they're fucking in the tough times? A bit like a kiss cam where they go around the yes. cor- or go around the ground, yeah. but they photograph on non-members. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's going, boo. Yep. And you know what? Ask them, get them to leave. <laughs> just go, mate, you're, not, you're not fucking welcome. You're not, you're not a member? Fuck off, mate. Get them out of there. Yeah. You don't need them. Hey, someone's having a very Merry Christmas. Who's that? Back on the old uh, employment. Pocketing a bit of the old weekly wage. What? Another Uber driver? Yeah. <laughs> it's your old mate Simon Lethe, mate. Oh, Lethe's. He's back in the fold. I thought he was saying he was having a good Christmas because, you know. <laughs> no, he's heading down to the Saints. CEO of the Saints. Oh, good. So a few clubs overlooked him. Hawthorne overlooked him. Collingwood overlooked him. Carlton overlooked Carlton. him. Carlton. Apparently he had the job at Carlton and then and, Carlton went, no, nah, mate. St Kilda said, what's that? Sex scandal. Come on board, <laughs> mate. Come on board. <laughs> So he's the head of football operations. Yeah, or maybe right. Yeah, maybe it's not CEO. Like yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But I never understand in. what all those roles are anyway. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, uh, you know, people talk about him. Most likely, Gil talked in it pretty much straight away about how he'll be welcomed back into football. Yeah. One day, he didn't do anything. It wasn't like Harvey Weinstein. No, but also, but it's a, it's it's not a great scenario, Adam. It's not a great scenario. It's well, not a great all right. look. So I shouldn't tell you that I've been sleeping with someone from junk time? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the time for it? Because you're a very heavy sleeper. I reckon hold off. Just hold off. Let okay. All right, all right. Cool all right. down. Yeah. By the fact, if there is any kind of scandal or whatever, the like... Oh, so you're saying he next can't... Next year at the Saints. He can't weigh into it. The dude's sitting on the, t- on the table talking about it with the other people. Yeah. He's like, well, you, this was you a year ago. Okay. You know what, though? Say you are already working for the Saints. You go, this is fucking open season. Free hit. Yeah, free hit. You can get away with whatever you want. You go, oh, sorry, was I not allowed to do cocaine off the board, (laughs) off the board table, boardroom table? Is this, sorry, Lethers. Oh, are you going to come down on me, are you, Lethers? (laughs) Oh, what are you going to do? Sleep with my personal assistant, (laughs) Lethers. Is that what's going to happen? So, you know, yeah, I reckon reckon it'd be great if you work at the Saints. If you're a player, you're like, fucking hell, here we go. Let's go party. Culture at the AFL, do you reckon it's good or bad? I think it's fantastic. They have not done anything. Tell me one. Tell me four people who have done things wrong at the AFL. A lot of cowboys, I reckon. A lot of cowboys. No, it's like they they understand the role they have Mm. and they respect it. It's getting better, actually, I must say. And also the integrity unit at the the game, 28 people. What? So they've got like a former homicide guy now who's involved. Yeah. So I expect this shit to go down. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's like 28 people all up, kind of talking about, you know, betting, uh, drug oh. taking, all that kind of jazz. Yep, yep. Yeah. I don't, I don't, don't think that's in the description when you got the job. <laughs> hey, man, just a betting, drug taking, uh, all, all the good shit. That jazz. Um, so. Uh, but fuck, I love having a former homicide detective down there. Yeah. So he. You can get away with anything. Yeah, right? exactly. You come in, there's a fucking bright Where light. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> what did you bet on? You're like a fucking. Why were you wearing a tracksuit and you went in in a club tracksuit into the TAB, Dean Wallace? Why would you do that? <laughs> oh, that wasn't me. It was you. We got fucking CCTV. Uh, I think the worst would be when they get really quiet. Oh. Not yelling. Really... 
Okay, mate, so uh, this what, you, what were you doing on Saturday night, hey? I was just um, just out with some mates. Oh, out with your some mates. Like, mm-hmm. Having a good time, were you? Just having yeah, it was good. Yeah, thanks. Thanks time. for asking. You must have any really, really good mates who... They probably they probably know what you're up to. Kind of, they'd, yeah, they'd have the same stories here, wouldn't they? Yeah, absolutely. We were just out um, at the casino. At the casino, I love yep. the casino. Yep. Got the flames out the front. Yeah. They go down. Gave just... me a bit of a fright. <laughs> Thump. <laughs> like, oh god. <laughs> oh fuck. We made the homicide detective laugh. Hey, things have changed. The MRP, MRP as well. There's big changes down mm. at AFL House. I mean, yeah. are the integrity unit a part of the MRP? No, that's, that's too easy for them. Gotcha. Too easy for yeah. them. So Michael Christian, yes, it's, it's, down it's, there. A, it's a it's one a one man, man band now. Fuck. That's pretty confronting. That's a lot of a lot of weight on your shoulders, I think. Well, also, like Michael Christian is is a normal human being, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna have a grudge somewhere in your life, <laughs> and you're gonna go, you know what? I fucking hate Patrick Dangerfield. Yep. I give him three weeks. Okay, he wasn't even reported. Go, mm-hmm. don't care. Three weeks gone. Can't win the Brownlow again. So Christian works out the penalty. Yes. Got to be ratified by Steve Hocking. So another one-person ratification? Yeah. So it's a two-person program now. Okay. So what they're going to do, they're going to get rid of the bad record waiting. Oh, okay. So, you know, oh, if you've really? been reported about three four times, you're going to get rid of that. So that doesn't mean you get like an extra quarter added on or whatever for a bad record. I didn't think that was the worst thing in the world because that stops people from you know, you're being repeat offenders. And then they're like going to get Dermy rid of on the same flip of the coin, they're going to get rid of the early plea. You know, you got the discount for the early plea, which I always found a bit weird. The idea that kind of you get an early, you get yeah, so time you, taken off just because, just so people don't have to show up on a Monday. Yeah, because you said yes. Yeah. Like say, uh, uh, was it Callum Mills and uh, Tom Bug? Because he said yes earlier. You're like, he was always going to get six weeks. What, oh, it shouldn't be seven? Because he fucking goes, oh, yeah, no, nah, I hit him. Yeah. Did well, you guys see that? Didn't Barry Hall get like from nine to seven or something by early play? Did he? Yeah, it was something like that. For Staker? Yeah. Oh, good on him. See? And that, no one talks about that bit, do they? <laughs> the, the Barry Hall said yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, I played guilty. And then on top of that, if you challenge the decision mm. and you lose, you get fined 10 grand. And not the extra weeks and that, penalty. Oh, no, the club gets fined 10 grand, so you get that penalty. The player will get the penalty, and the club will get fined 10 grand for wasting their time, and that has to come out of the kind of... I think the description is the soft salary cap. Oh, the soft one. Yeah, so you can't have too many people do that. <laughs> and then also they're going to get rid of... But oh, that, no, if you, and then if you get three offences, fines, you get a week, or you get something. Is that right? Yeah, three fines, you get... But that's it. Okay. So, my, but Michael Christian doesn't decide on that sort of shit. That's just the rules that they've brought in, right? I suppose so. But then he'd also have to work out how severe the that thing is. So, whether it's worth a fine or worth a suspension. Yeah. I feel bad, and also the process is going to be quicker. So, by I think if you do like a Friday night game, it'll be right. decided by Saturday. Oh, so he's just got to be on. He's a flat chat, yeah. No, weekends are going to be shit for him. That'd be fucked. Imagine Michael Christian. No dinner parties. No, exactly. No, no it's a Friday out. night. He hasn't even watched the footy. Friday night drinks. No, no way, Miko. Yeah, it's uh, you got a game to watch, buddy. Well, so but no, I, I say he continues living his life, mm-hmm. and he's at a dinner party. He's hosting it. He's having a great night. He's had a few reds. Gets and he's a text got a, through. He's got a red phone. Yeah, ring, ring, yeah. Ring, ring. He goes, oh fuck. He goes, oh, oh, I'll be back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> he goes and looks at it. Goes, oh fuck, that looks. Other three, but three oh, weeks. I can't tell. The footage is too blurry. <laughs> I give him, and he just there you go. It's not a one man thing. He asks everyone at the dinner party. Oh yeah, throw him on the table. Look how he fucking hit him. And I go, three weeks for that. Yeah, 
That's an interesting one, man, though. I find that interesting. Yeah. And also, because he's an ex-player, mm. will he be softer on people during the finals? And what kind of qualifications do you need? He's a former player commentator. I'm sure he has business acumen at some, well, it's probably some regard. Well, because sure. he's a commentator. So it was either out of him or Basil Zemplitz. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Dake's only got to go, too. Yeah. But Peter Landy would have been a great job. <laughs> and, you know, people wonder, you know, what's Peter Landy doing now? Yeah, Perfect. MIP. Bring him back. Yeah. Bring him back to the MIP. And he can commentate his uh, findings. Be fantastic. Mm. Um, but... Uh, I don't, I don't quite know the understanding of the one man thing. I don't know what the process there is. Like, why, why one person? Or well, I guess maybe it just makes it easier because wasn't, and also maybe because he said, "Yeah, I'll do it." Because remember, Jimmy Bartel was on the MRP for a little while. Yeah, and then he, then went, he oh. didn't want to do it. Why didn't want to do it? He felt I think conflicted, didn't he? Yeah, was it was it the Dangerfield one on on uh, Matthew Cruiser where he was like, oh, I don't feel comfortable suspending this guy because it wasn't that bad. Oh, that's right. Yeah, had to sure. Suspend him. Yeah, and, gotcha. Gotcha. So basically, Jimmy's. Taking it on. He's going, oh, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to help out. And then yeah. he's done it. He's going, this is fucked. Well, a little bit too. I mean, I'm sure the money isn't like amazing. And also, just why do you need that stress? You know, why do you need people putting stuff in your letterbox? I would say. Spend... Oh, really? People are threatening him. Oh, I, I putting presume so. I, I, I would hope so. I'm the dick's saying... coming a lot faster. Put a little... Yeah. <laughs> do you, I, I would say they're really well paid. Do you like reckon? I, I reckon, yeah. It's like a $2 million a year job for Oh, Michael okay. Christian. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. That's no one really leapt at it. Yeah, and it's it's $2 million package. So if there's five people, uh-huh. it's 400 grand each. But Christian's going, oh, I can do it all. Fuck that, I'm, I'm up for the job. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, look, I get a feeling that you don't really need these <laughs> four people. I'm pretty good at it. Weekend's pretty free. Yeah. Got the odd dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> And also, like, if he's calling it, you know, that could be super quick. Mm-hmm. If he's calling a game, sees an incident, as he's calling it. One week. Yeah, bang. <laughs> so they, the runner goes out to the player, you've got a week. And the player's like, fuck it, oh, out. Yeah. And then he, at least then or he's, he's like, that's, that's 1500 Yeah. And so the player's got to get money out of his sock. Give it Come to out the, pay wave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the fourth umpire can fucking do something. Comes out with a pay wave. Player goes, the card. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I, I don't mind. I don't mind running tribunal. That money from fines. What do you think that goes to? Do you think they do have a slushed fund like that pays for something specifically, or do you think it just goes into a general, uh, you know, AFL account at Westpac or something? It'll be NAB actually. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a really good question. I wonder. Like, Does is someone that take like you know take the takings down to down to the. The branch. Oh on, no, on no! It would Monday. just be it would just be a transfer. But would it at AFL House? Would that be? Well, like, would you be? Could players? You know, every now and then on YouTube you see like someone paying a parking fine, like oh, with, with one pennies. cent coins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you reckon there's a player out there who has done that or wants to do that one day? They get a fifteen hundred dollar fine for yeah. a, for a, you know bumping into the umpire or something. Yeah. And they just walk down to AFL House at Etihad and just pour like five cent coins all over the desk. I would fucking love that. That'd be awesome. Or just yeah, throw them through the window. Just smash, just with a slingshot, just fucking <laughs> rifle them in. Just put you know what though? Do do you think um, down at AFL House they're like the the fines that come through? That's for our Christmas party. Well, I wonder. So the bigger the fine, so that you know you see AFL. Uh, There's a melee. They're like, oh, yeah, oh, we're uh, drinking Maui this year, guys. Yeah, or they're down on the uh, on the boundary. You know, get behind Barry Hall, going, you should hear what he said about <laughs> your mum, Barry. <laughs> fucking get into him. And he goes over, snaps steak, and they're like, fucking party time. Yeah, we can go to Vieux de Monde. <laughs> Uh, bombers getting involved in esports, mate. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Good, good point. Yeah, good point. You threw it right back at me. Yeah, pe- people are loving esports. It's all you go to footy. Mm-hmm. Like aside from the game that you're talking about, you, all people talk about is esports. Are you moving on from football a bit? I'm moving on to esports now. Well, obviously, um, I was going to move on from 
footy, but then AFLX has brought me back brought into you back, the fold. Yeah, because you were getting tired of it. And then yeah, you go, wait yeah. a second. And I was like, uh, I'm here you know, a bit of AFLX. I think I want to get involved in this. Well, I was thinking, you, you know, when I go to the game, when we go to the game, and I always say to you, there's too many people out there. Absolutely. There's way too And you know what? The field's a little too. Uh, it's, overly it's, it's not oblong enough Yeah <laughs> I, I know, You know I fucking love a rectangle Yeah And I fu- you, You're always like Stop saying it Yeah yeah. And I'm like sorry mate That's until, how you feel yeah. That's how you feel Yeah And you want 10 people on the field Yeah You want short halves You want you want people not to be able to move Into certain sections of the ground Absolutely And I, I want a 40 metre line And if you kick it from beyond that It's an extra big score And you say if, if But I've always said that no, no, you've been strong on that. Yeah. And you want a free kick if someone touches it and goes out of bounds. Yeah. Which they're going to bring into the um, AFLW. Yes, I did too. It's the last touch is yeah. the opposition gets the kick. Which uh, I suppose worth experimenting worth in many more times and places. But at the same time, Adam, you don't want it to cost a grand final. What if it costs you a grand if final? If you do do a magical sh- uh, smother. Oh, so you saying a smother gives the ball back to the other team. Yeah. So if you kick it into me, if I smothered you, which I probably would because yeah. it's very quick. <laughs> Smothered me, uh, smothered, and it went off off me out of bounds. Free kick to you in the forward pocket. A lot of pressure on you. Twenty nine minutes into the last quarter. So I've done a great defense. You've done a great defensive. Yeah, you, one get, you, get, you get the free kick. No, I deserve that. Yeah, <laughs> because I was about to do some. I was about because you know you were about to do some candy from for candy. Yeah, exactly. You got sucked in by my <laughs> candy. I was going to do a shimmy. Yeah, a shake, a shake and, and bake. bake. <laughs> So, eSports. Yeah, eSports. So, uh, let me think. Adelaide has a team. Swans, I think, have a team. And uh, Geelong and Collingwood are looking into having a team. So, when you say have a team, so they just um, pick some people that play certain games? Pretty certain. So, I was working on a show at the minute where they did looked into it. So, Swans have a, a, a centre at the SCG uh-huh. with a set up with screens and the like. Oh, yeah. Um, and they have proper regimented training sessions where they can, I think they do like a certain amount of time. At a time, like you're not can do like you know, I can't do like 15 hours in a row. You got to do like two hours and then kind of yep. take. So just maybe just explain esports for people who don't know anything about. It. I don't know, you're huge man. I'm a can't say an expert, but, but also it's computer massive, gaming. Yeah, massive, gaming. massive in Korea and the like. Oh. So they'll fill out a stadium. I think they were talking about doing it at Etihad this year. I'm not sure next year. I'm not sure if they're going to, but they were talking about doing it. So essentially, set up big screens. Place. Not during the season though, because that, that'll wreck the during half time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, on the big screen. Time. Quarter time, half time. Yeah, quarter time. Uh, doing, uh, my, uh, the, the main thing would be career where it's like fills out stadiums. Yep. They put up particular games. Uh, people play in teams or individually. Yep. And um, it's very quickly growing. Also because it can be viewed online as well. Got you. So you can stream all that kind of stuff. So you can watch it in your own comfort of your home. And then what you do, if you're playing against other people like around the world, what you do is you dox them. Oh, so that's get all their information. No, you get the uh, SWAT team to oh, to visit them. Yeah, to pay them a little visit. Well, yeah. see, that's what I'm going to do for the Melbourne football team mm-hmm. for their players. Going to dox them? Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. So a lot of them, they're going to be sitting down going, fuck, I feel really healthy this Christmas. Get I'm, I'm injured. Yeah, yeah, and then there's going to be a SWAT team coming through their fucking Perfect. Windows. That'll keep them on their toes. Yeah. They'll lose weight. Do, do, <laughs> do any of the esports teams play the AFL, uh, the EA Sports, the AFL game? Uh, that's a good question. I don't, know, I don't think that would be an official... It's a shame. An, ...an official game, but you figure that's something they should be playing, hey? Well, you know, just because our sport isn't big around the world doesn't mean that it, the, the game of it, the game version Can't of it... Can't be huge. Yeah. yeah. Have you it, ever played it before? Uh, no. I, 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 I think people say it's really fucking difficult. I've got to think a feeling I've tinkered with it way back way. Yeah. When. But uh, you figure it would be getting better and better each year. Oh, I, I think it would be the best game in the world. Do you think Dennis Committee's taken off the commentary now, now that he's not commentating? Oh, I mean, they've got so much in their arsenal, you wouldn't want to burn it 
like he would have pre-recorded all this stuff, you know, centimetre perfect. You know, you can't just you can't just erase that. It's really quite interesting how you do have to record all that stuff. Yeah. Know, all the combinations, yeah. Like a cork in the ocean. Yeah, it's like back in the day it was like, Dawson, drops it again. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne, out on the full. <laughs> um, so, uh, team in LA, Adam. That was revealed last week, early this week. Yeah, so uh, proposal back in 1987 to have a team coming out of Los Angeles, the LA Crocodiles. Well, they were basically they were saying Australia was huge at the time and they wanted to capitalise. So Crocodile Dundee, Paul Hogan, Koala Blue, Koala Blue, fuck all this kind of (laughs) shit. You know, Fosters. People were drinking Fosters. People were drinking Fosters. People were having prawns. Remember yeah. how no one had had a prawn before that? <laughs> and then, you know, Paul Hogan said, you know, shrimp on the barbie. Yeah. And they went, fuck. It went off. We can put them on the barbie. So, was it Alan Aylett? Yes. And a couple of the millionaires. They went to the AFL with the idea of having a team out of LA. Uh, yeah. And so, basically, they were going to play... So, Brisbane and Eagles were formed by this time? They'd just been in the competition for one year. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so uh, but at like, the end of that year. Yeah. Sorry, just double checking the time frame. Yes, but they were looking at potentially relocating because the Swans had already moved, obviously, uh, Fitzroy in. And I was talking about a poorer club, so it was like a Doggies or a Fitzroy or something yeah, like or that. Yeah, or the Kangas, one of those teams. Yeah. And they were looking first, they were looking to put a team in Canberra. Mm hmm. And then they came back, uh, you know, after the submission. Well, they'd already done the Heartland, the football Heartland of Brisbane. Yeah. Well,. Gold Coast, Gold if you think Coast, about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, well, they, they like, um, cornered that market. Yeah, absolutely. They bled it dry. Because, I mean, 87, the crowds swarming into Carrara. Sometimes like six or 7,000 people. <laughs> so they're doing really well. So they went, should we put one into uh, Canberra? And it came back and went, uh, no fucking way. Yeah. Because that would be pointless. And also, where GWS going to play in 30 years' time? <laughs> and they're like, okay, yeah, sorry, we'll hold off. Foolish idea. Yeah. Um, why don't we put a team... In LA. In LA. Yeah. Now, they were, um, the, the hard thing was, was who was going to play. Like, how do you have a team going over there? Because it's like a 15-hour flight. So you're going to fuck up a lot of teams. You'd uh, imagine back then even it might be a bit longer. Oh, you think it might be a stopover in Hawaii? I reckon there might have been more of a stopover by the fact that uh, were planes able to, back then be able to get from, say, Sydney to LA in one hit? That's a, yeah, probably not. Would you have to have a bit of a stopover maybe in Brisbane? I don't know. Even again, that's not very far. That's not very far. Would yeah, you go up, maybe north up to like a Singapore or something? Oh, would you go that way or do you stop in maybe Guam? Or you go to New Zealand? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So they said they looked at New Zealand, Singapore, China. I mean, you can't get into China. Port Adelaide's going <laughs> to corner that. And the Gold Coast. They're going to yeah. corner that market. So that's just stupid. Very so forward w- thinking, aren't they? When they go, look, yeah, yeah, absolutely. can't play in Canberra, can't play in China. Yeah. Two teams we haven't made up yet are going to be playing. <laughs> so they thought about, I'm just trying to find out. Uh, so uh, CUB came on board, bank. CUB went, mate, we're right behind you. So yeah. they got money. Mm-hmm. And Continental Airlines said, we're going to pay States for flights. Said, we'll pick up all the airfares. All of the airfares. That's a fucking lot of airfares. Now, it wasn't every week, was it? They were going to be playing about eight home games over the season. It was still a 22-round season then. Yes. And then also, weren't those teams going to come over and be there for a couple of weeks? Well, I think, I think that right. was the deal. And I think they played their eight home games in a block. Mm-hmm. So In one hit? Yes. Oh, okay. And that was saying within five years, their plan was to be selling out the LA Coliseum. Which holds 100,000 people. Yeah. And I, I have no reason to doubt them. Oh, no. I, I, I think they're mistaken with that. I think they would have been putting another level 
on the col on set another level. Set. Yep, yep. Yeah, so you can hold like a hundred because no, yep. LA is massive, and people like they said here, Americans loved the sport. They didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. They fucking loved it. Yeah, loved it. And having just been. To the States, only a month ago, fuck. People would hear an accent and they would immediately ask about Australian rules, wouldn't they? Well, they'd be like, when are the Crocs coming? Yeah. <laughs> when are we <laughs> getting the like, team? Yeah, who's coming? Is, is the Wiz mm-hmm. going to be in there? Johnny Platten will they, you know, because they're going to have, you're going to need some big names. Yep, chuck a lot of money at the Chief. Yeah, because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they, they'd read John Platten, will Dipper be bringing his erections? <laughs> we want to know what you guys are bringing to the, to the table. It's an opportunity lost. Imagine if they did it. You know, I was thinking though, actually with plane travel getting better and better, you know, mm-hmm. they talk about, you know, the super Sonic flight one day that's going to be Melbourne to London in five hours. Fuck, that's quick. That's going to really change the game by the fact you can easily have a team in London if you wish to. I'm not saying people are going to go along with stuff, but you can now progress around the world, can't you? If well, you get to LA in three hours, I mean, if in you, this future, yeah, this yeah. dystopian future, you can put a team there. Imagine that going on a your team's playing in LA. And you go, oh, got to LA this week. We've got the crocodiles. That'd be fucking great. Let's jump over to LA for the weekend. Well, the other thing was, though, they talked about, because uh, obviously it's summer in LA when mm-hmm. we're playing footy, yeah. that they might have to play some of the games up in Seattle and Portland, the sort of cooler, cooler climates down. a little bit up north. So uh-huh. they, they, they weren't even just going to be purely based in LA. They, they were going to have three towns. Yeah, they were spreading it around. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Opportunity missed. It, it's, it's a disappointment. But I do like the idea that they were at least thinking outside the box. I mean, it got knocked on the head pretty quickly. Yeah. But I do like the idea that even back then, like 30 years ago, they were still thinking about the weird and wonderful things that might branch the game out. Well, absolutely. And you know what I love too is like uh, no other country in the world has crocodiles. So let's <laughs> make it a purely Australian animal. Yeah, I wonder how much, uh, how much they thought about the name. How much? Oh, that would have been a Crocodile Dundee thing, wouldn't it? That would have been the whole marketing thing. Of course, yeah. 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 I wonder how many names they went through. So probably the uh, LA Lightning Jacks. Because also how many animals would they know? Like would, would, in America, would you know a possum? Would well, they you, have possums, but know... they're slightly different. Would you have a cassowary? If you're playing the LA Cassowary, is they're pretty frightening? Like if they, quokka. yeah, uh, LA Quokka. What about the wombats? What are what are people the, fucking love wombats? What are the bin chickens? What are they the other day? Ibis, ibis, yeah, the LA ibises. Fucking people would love to come see the ibises. Is a bunyip? That, is that a real thing? Is I don't believe a bunyip is a real no. thing, but it, that, that Bilby. That's what I'm thinking about. Bilby. Bilby. Bilby real? The Bilby's definitely yeah, real. No, bunyip's not real. Bilby's yeah, Bilby's real. a chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Oh, koalas. Why, why not just go the LA koalas? koalas. Yeah. Not vicious enough. Not vicious. Too friendly. Oh, Too friendly and cute. Chlamydia ridden, though. Yeah, I know. That like, if you're coming up a team and you know that you could get an STD, <laughs> that's not the worst thing in the Don't world. Don't tackle me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it hurts to pee. <laughs> Apparently. Hey, um, we lost someone, Adam. And I'll, I'll take you through a bit of stuff. We've gone through this before, but we lost someone over the weekend. The yeah. final member of the 1945 grand final Carlton team, Ken Hans, uh-huh. passed away over the weekend. Not Hansy. Passed away over this uh, last couple of days. Not Hansy. Hansy. Now, we've gone over this in the past, the 19... How old was he? Uh, 91. 91. Yeah, so he was the final one hanging around. Is that a good innings? That's a very good innings, Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, you're not gone too soon if you're 91. Right. Yeah. Do you find that now, though? Like, someone passed away at 70 and people are like, gee, that's young. Do you find that now? People go... Yeah, no, it is, yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm old. Hmm. Yeah. Um, we've gone through this a, a while ago. I think we did it a couple of years ago, but I thought I might take you through some of the reports from oh. the 45 bloodbath. You know what? Any game that's called a bloodbath, fuck, it's got to be a ripper, doesn't it? Uh, so it's played... Do you think they went into it calling it the bloodbath? Or like, oh, we're going to the bloodbath this week, or it came out of it after? Like, no, it no, post? it got named that, and so they were like, fuck, we've got to live up to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the VFL were like, fuck, we shouldn't have called it the bloodbath. <laughs> this is a huge marketing The marketing hit. team was sacked. 
So here and we go. And 45, like you're off the back of World War Two. Like you're going to be doing some fucking heinous shit to be out doing the Nazis. Well, it was played at <laughs> was played at Princess Park. Okay. They didn't. They don't describe it like that. Like that wasn't how it came across. They were like, not since not since Hitler himself. <laughs> Have we seen such horror? Uh, it's played at Princess Park by uh-huh. the fact the MCG had American troops on it. It was used as a base. Oh, I thought they were playing like a hybrid American football Aussie rules. No, they were at the MCC, MCG, and so they had obviously... Well, you, that's obvious place to put them because there's obviously a lot of pies and chips and sausage rolls. Yeah, and absolutely, yeah, you can and, feed them. Yep. Uh, and so you have... From South Melbourne, okay? So hang on, why did they station them at the MCG? I suppose it's like a big area. There's a lot of parkland around... Maybe it's a bit undercover as well. Melbourne? I don't yeah, know. Okay. Maybe they got a good deal. Yeah. Maybe stadium deals were good back then. Go around. What, what would there have been? Well, I guess it's good parking. Well, there would have been suburban grounds. There would have been all the suburban grounds. Would have been, they would have been smaller. Yeah. But the MCG. But I kind of wonder, like, I suppose they're intense on the ground. But why wouldn't and you put there, it in are parkland? There, are there a few people sleeping on the concourse as well? Well, I guess so. I like, like they're camping do. out for tickets. I suppose you have a lot of bathrooms as well. Yeah, but there's not that, like... Surely, like, you could put them out near the airport. There's got to be barracks around Victoria. Like, why, why are you putting them at the MCG? I don't quite understand. Because it's ruining a football season. Like, do they not understand? Oh, I, I do. Like, we're on five of them. Like, they didn't play there for years and years. They didn't play until... They didn't play the MCG until the year after. So, are you telling me that Hitler... He fucked up the uh, VFL <laughs> game as well. I know. I mean, that's that just, just one more reason <laughs> to dislike that guy. Well, I didn't before this. He put the VFL schedule in disarray. Oh, for fuck's sake. I tell you like, what, so, I've got a feeling that's why he started World War II. Yeah, okay. He was like, you know what's really going to get up the yeah, jumper yeah. of the Victorians? Yeah, is the fact, you know, we're... we're that Mel- Melbourne has to play yeah. away games. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Park. Because <laughs> the Tigers were at Punt Road. He wasn't even foreseen that they'd uh, moved to the MCG that's later That's the on. big story of World War II. Yeah. They don't tell you. They don't tell you that bit. Fuck you, Hitler. <laughs> I know no one's ever said that before, but fuck you, Hitler. Anyway, Ken Hans, he got uh, reported uh-huh. for charging. He got found not guilty. So he went to his grave a not guilty man, okay? Good. Yeah, okay. okay. He would have tarnished. Well, uh, he would have been carrying that for years. But he, you know what? He probably, his last words were, I guilty. fucking charged him. <laughs> They're like, what did you say, Granddad? So I let me think. Yeah, Carlton won this one. So yes. Bob, Bob Chitty. Bob Chitty from Carlton, Carlton legend, Carlton oh, yeah. captain at the time. The, the Chithead, they called him. He uh, got charged with elbowing Billy Williams. He got suspended for eight matches. That must have been a fair elbow. It would have been a fair elbow too. And this is pre-videotape and all that kind of stuff. I imagine, I don't even know if they would have been filming this one. But they, um, but for, for, so you're taking literally the one umpire at his word or the boundary umpires or the goal umpires. Yep. But, some, but also predominantly like, the field umpire, you'd imagine. You could basically uh, run over a man mm. back in the 40s and they'd, you know, two weeks. So to get eight weeks for an elbow, he must have fucking demolished this Done a number face. on him, yeah. yeah. So here we go. Ron Savage, he was charged with striking Don Grossman in retaliation for Grossman having king-hit teammate Jim Mooring, yep. which sparked a final quarter brawl. Ron got suspended for eight matches. Fuck, for snapping him. Fred Not Sabo. Fred Fitzgibbon, he got charged with one count of melee involvement despite serving a four-match suspension from the preliminary final for having king-hit Collingwood forward, Len Hustler. Okay, so here we go. Hang on. Fred Fitzgibbon, yeah. he was already suspended. He ran onto the field during a final <laughs> quarter brawl. Playing. He wasn't playing. and uh, fought yes. Ted Whitfield and then was ejected from the arena. He got suspended for an extra four matches. So he was suspended. He saw a melee. I fucking love this one guy. One in, all in. He went in, punched a dude, 
and then got another four weeks. So he would have been like neck deep in the froths. I suppose he's just so, gone. yeah. yeah. He's just yeah. gone, fuck <laughs> this. Unless there's like four at, Well, at 1945 prices, you can't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could get like a, a dozen for a th- uh, thruppence. So here we go. Here's a funny one. Ten Whitfield. Uh, he was charged with using abusive language to goal umpire Les White. Oh, uh, not Les. Attempting to strike field umpire mm. Frank Spokes. Spoke kicking it. the ball away after a free kick was given against him. I mean, the man's, the man's lost the plot. They need just... to get the boy off. Yeah. <laughs> and attempting c- c- to conceal his Guernsey so goal umpire Les White could not report him. He was suspended for 21 matches in all. For abusive language, attempting to punch the umpire, kicking the ball away, and then trying to hide his number. But... Now I, re- I give him I, I give them trying to punch the umpire. Okay, yeah. I give them that. I give you reckon them that. that was nineteen weeks? And also, I wonder what the abusive language was back then in nineteen forty-five. It's not yeah. you're not dropping F's and C's, are you? Surely. No, but he probably would have gone like with a uh, you. Uh, you sir are the son of a whore. <laughs> you are a fascist supporter. Yeah, uh, Jack Basher Williams. Well, obviously, if you're gonna. If you're going to go with the name Basher, yeah. you're in trouble. The umpire is going to be looking out for you. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Him, Basher Hooley, it's worked against them all. He used abusive language towards a Carlton player and that goal umpire, Les White. Now, two people have used abusive language at that goal umpire. He must have done something pretty bad. You know what I'm hearing? <laughs> Les White's a cunt. <laughs> like, there is no doubt. And they're fucking gone. Fucking, he's on. He's on. They've got, know, actually, they've, they've one of the, instead of going out and targeting a player, they've yeah. gone to target the goal umpire. <laughs> so the coach beforehand has just gone, you, if you're down if, there... If, if White walks off the field today, <laughs> be very angry. If he signals goal I've got once, a feeling Bob Chitty might have been coach as well, captain coach. I've got a feeling. Love a captain coach. Uh, adopting a... Oh, here we go. Yeah, so he got abusive language, Basher, abusive language towards the Carlton player and goal umpire, and adopting a fighting attitude to White when he went to report him. So when the goal umpire said, hey, I'm going to abuse you, I'm, I report you for abusive language, yes. he went... Shaped well, up. I challenge you to a bit of fisticuffmanship, my good friend. <laughs> he got 12 matches for that. They're handing out a lot of... Uh, they're big, big fines, big, um, big suspensions. They're ruining the 1946 season. Here we go. So Ken Hans, he got hit, right? Okay. He got <sighs> hit by gentleman Jim Cleary. Well, clearly fucking not. He got hit by after taking a mark and then attempt... It's like a gentleman Jim. struck Hans yep. and attempted to strike Bob Chitty. He got found not guilty. Oh. But then he got suspended for eight matches for a striking charge. So, he, oh, there we go. He got right. He got eight matches for hitting Ken Hands. R.I.P. Ken Hands. And you know what? Eventually, like, that was the death of Ken Hands. Like, that punch. It was a slow burn. Slow burn, yeah. Yeah, but like 60 years later. Yeah, we've got to think about that kind of stuff. He just dropped dead. Yeah. Just that 91, just boom, gone. Yeah. Because of one fucking. It's the longest con- con- concussion in history. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Ken. Yeah. So a lot of suspensions from that uh, wonderful game. Hey, can I take you through some MCC news before we wrap up with uh, some football? Mate, I need right? updates. What's happening? Because I, I could be a member within the next 30 years. So I got a thing. So my father got a thing the other day um, that he got me to kind of charge up on the old thing. Uh, card, right? Okay. In English. Yeah. They've got essentially MCG Mikey now. Oh. Or Opal card. Oh, so you can just tap and buy. You can. So I love it. I had to put 50 bucks on it for him yesterday or the yeah. day before. So you got your fancy card, got the fancy chips in it. It's got your picture on it, so you use it to get in. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But then also, if I want to get a delicious a delicious, delicious froth at quarter time, yep. you just tap your, your membership card to pay for it. What can't you cunts do? And you get like a 5% discount. What? Yeah, if you use that card. It's a trial thing at this stage, apparently. Not everybody gets it. But, yeah, they've got their own little thing now. I'm trying to think of what their, what their angle is. What are they getting out of that? Uh, 
Because what's the difference between handing over cash or using? Well, I guess box? you don't have because you know how there's a lot of armed robberies. I'm trying to think like how they fucking. There's a lot of armed robberies at the MCC. That's well, all that... you hear about. Like that's why I'm happy not to be a member because just you go in there and it's just you're getting a shotgun pulled on you left, right, and centre. Well, they talk about in the in the information they say if you lose the card, you have to uh, cancel it straight away. They say make sure you cancel it straight away. And I'm like, you're a pretty enterprising criminal, in that you rob someone, and then you go, finally, what I want. Yeah. I'm gonna. Sneak into the MCG round five using their I'm gonna, yeah I'm facial make recognition. Look, yeah, I'm I mean, make yeah, yeah, you got to like you got to kill the person, cut their face <laughs> off, like uh, uh, face uh, off, uh, face off, yeah. <laughs> and then you're gonna your your big thing is you don't you don't, you don't want the the credit cards, you don't want the you no, know no, no, no. you don't need that twenty five grand in cash no, in the no, wallet, no. you don't want to you know the car keys or anything like that. No, you, you want, want to go you to cheap mid strength. You want to get in. Oh no, you get full strength, don't you? You want to be able to drink beer in a glass at the football as God intended. You want to go to round five and kind of tap on, get like. Well, you put 50 bucks on your fucking card. You get one and a half beers for that. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is a lie. And, and you're at the footy wearing someone else's face. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, oh, g'day, Barry. You're like, oh, hello. Go demons, probably. But you know what? The other thing, too, is uh, this technology. Now, what would you say the average age of an MCC member is? Uh, it probably have to be between 40 and 50, do you reckon? Oh, see, I was going to say much older than that. Do you reckon? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I would have said, like, if you look at uh, a lot of Melbourne supporters, I would go there higher end than that. But I suppose maybe average. No, I reckon it'd be, like, 60s. Okay. There'd be a lot of confusion. Like, you had to do it for your dad. There'd be a lot of older members who have no fucking idea. Oh, yeah. And also people have no real desire to do that, too. Well, because you have money. Well, I'm trying, no, I'm trying to think of what, what their end game is. Like, what... what benefit does the MCC get out of that by having Mate, it's your info. They want, putting... they want to know how many bloody cab sav, you know, a Melbourne supporter has per game. So mm-hmm. they'll fucking target it and they'll go, oh, yeah, we know it. We'll just flash it up subliminally, boom. You know what you want, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I caught a time, cab sav cam. Yeah. <laughs> Footballers in real life. Yeah. I don't think we've read this one out. I think it's from Alice. Thank you, Alice. I work at Big W Store in the western suburbs of Adelaide and today I had the pleasure of seeing the great Erin Phillips who came into the store with her family, perhaps doing a bit of Christmas shopping. But unfortunately, my manager chose not to speak to... my ma- But fortunately... Ah, unfortunately, my manager chose to speak to me just as they were leaving, so I didn't get a peeky-boo at what they had bought, so no juicy details that you love. That's unfortunate, Alice. Fucking managers, getting in the way. Though I can report that her tan is amazing and her babies are adorable. Oh, that's cute. But she should never have brought them onto the field. Are you right, Adam? Yeah. Never. But, you know... Never brought them on the field. Yeah, but she made it up by having a sensual kiss. Oh, fuck. At the uh, best and fairest. What a fucking... Mate. I had a flashback to that. I think it came up in a headline recently. That, can, that can, article. can we just point out that it's not me saying this? It's no. something that Mark Robbo that was Robinson fucking, said. The idea that you would write that and then you'd proofread it and be like, no, nah, it still plays. <laughs> that plays real well with me. So for anyone who didn't see that story, uh, she won the best and fairest for the comp, kissed her partner, mm. and then Robbo said, uh, some men may have found it sensual. Fuck. Fucking hell. And he's not fucking wrong, mate. Oh That's God. the thing. What a fucking... What a fucking <laughs> but that you know what? You that know, goes through, like, you know, editors and stuff like that. Like, but the other thing is, like, people, I, people, I understand People would have read that and be like, yeah, sure. No, when I watch 360, yeah. I find that show central. Mm-hmm. Like, I find everything mm-hmm. central. Yeah. Like, when he and Jared are going head-to-head about, mm-hmm. you know, the out-of-bounds rule. Yeah. Fuck, that turns me on. <laughs> like, that is... Don't you think? 
Is that not hot to you? Got another one from Alice. Hi, guys. On Friday, my dad saw AFL boss Gil McLaughlin at Dan Murphy's in Paran buying a couple of boxes of wine, uh. which the staff helped carry out to his car for him. That's very kind of them. Mm. So that was early December. So that might have been a bit of pre-planning. Perhaps an AFL... Oh, no, he... That's not for an AFL Christmas party. He's not going out and buying it, is he? Uh, oh, no, God, no. No, no. Maybe he's having the, uh, maybe he's having the coaches around. Oh, for his uh, annual tradition. Yeah. yeah, sure. Maybe he has a pre-Christmas one that we don't know about. Oh, a secret one. Get, yeah. yeah, gotcha. Just goes, guys, we won't uh, tell get, the media get, about Does he get really lick it up and at the end of the night just start it up to Chris Scott and be like, oh, you got a blue plan? <laughs> uh, from Nick, I saw Joe Danaher at the Meredith Music Festival. He was walking out of the Pink Flamingo bar carrying three Pink Flamingo cocktails. Mm. His mo was glistening in the sun. I knew one thing for sure. He wasn't going to drop them. I also saw him last year, but he was just standing by a fence waiting for his mate to ask a volunteer a question. Not interesting enough to email. <laughs> That's <laughs> always interesting. interesting enough. All interesting. I've got a bit of a footballer's in real life. You? I do. So the bus I catch to work, living in Sydney now, bus I catch to work goes around... Driven by Xavier Richards. <laughs> no? Okay. Goes around the edge of the SCG along Moore Park Road. Okay. And uh, so, is it called Moore Park Road? Yeah. I don't know my roads in Sydney. Uh, so essentially, um, there's an oval, and then there's the SCG, and Swans are training at that oval. Yeah, because they don't train on the SCG. No, well, the cricket team would be there till probably late February, well, March, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And so uh, I reckon I've seen them. Gee, a good four or five times, I reckon. Uh, uh, usually, if I'm there, it would be post eight a.m. So they're wandering out. Yep. Um, in Various numbers, but the other day there was a whole bunch of them out. Buddy's strutting around. Well, that was one person I spotted. Spotted yeah. Buddy, and I spotted Hannah Ruth. They were the two kind of in the, as the bus going by, I'm kind of looking pretty quickly. They were just getting there from the nightclub. Uh, yeah, and yeah. they were the ones that I could kind of uh, recognise immediately. Yeah. Um, so there'll be probably a few more sightings like that over the next few uh, weeks. Well, I guess they're all back out. Uh, when, do they, when do they resume training? Mid-Jan? Uh, yep. Uh, I think they've got two weeks off. I heard a little birdie the other day. Someone was saying they got two weeks off, but he asked the club for an extra week, and so he got three by the fact he's an older player. Is that right? Mm. You know, though... Uh, he also said, it helps when you've won the premiership. I'll give you a little hint of what the club was. It's Richmond. It's Richmond. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hint. You've just uh, told me what it is. <laughs> we've reached the end, Adam. Oh, it's sad to go. Yeah, we'll be back again shortly. Don't worry, guys. We're going to uh, be at Junk Time AFL Pod at Gmail, at Twitter, at Facebook. Uh, Subby holders available at? Uh, junktime.bigcartel.com. Check them out. Uh, there, there's no more Gatorade Bukakis. They are completely gone. But, you know, there's still plenty of footbridges chipping out. Baby with bathwater. Yeah. St- they're just... We are... We basically could fall anywhere in Wayne Jackson Studios and we'll be protected by a stubby holder. We're gonna so help us out. Have yourself a very Merry Christmas. Yes, and thank you to everyone who's listened this year and come to the live shows and supported us. We do appreciate it. We love doing this podcast. And, uh, yeah, give us a bloody give us a bloody five-star rating at, uh, on, on fucking iTunes, mate. Thirsty. We're going to head off. Go Hawks. Merry Christmas.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.